You're listening to New Age Hipster Radio, home of spiritual rambles and high vibe combos. Always dogma free and a totally cool place to be. You can head to newagehipster.co for more spiritual awesome sauce. But for now, here's your host, Bix. Hey, gorgeous soul. Welcome to another episode of New Age Hipster Radio. Today on the show, we have a very special guest. We have the beautiful Maria Estella here with us today. Maria Estella is a spiritual business coach, a mentor, catalyst and facilitator, as well as host of the podcast, The Magdalene Voices and Spiritual Business with Maria Estella. I am personally a huge, huge fan of her work. I love her podcasts. They are uh, just a couple of the podcasts I actually listen to these days. So that says a lot. Um, I have worked with Maria Estella myself for my business and I am just so excited to share this conversation we had about spiritual business, about running your spiritual business from a place of love versus fear um, and how to make business decisions based in love. We basically talk about like everything authentic spiritual business. So if you are running a spiritual business or if you would like to run a spiritual business at some point, or even if you are somebody who is just trying to work out how can you make heart-centered loving choices in your day-to-day life, then have a listen to this because you will not be disappointed. There are so many nuggets of wisdom and truth and amazingness in this conversation. So please enjoy. Hi, Maria Estella. Welcome. <laughs> hey, Vix. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I'm so excited to have you on because I am a huge, huge fan of yours. Thank you. And your work is absolutely freaking amazing. And I'm just so excited that you're here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. I, I mean, yeah, thank you. I don't, I don't know what to say when, 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 yeah, whenever people, because I, you know what, the thing is I, I work through my shit and I try to show up as best possible, mm-hmm. the most loving, kind and caring that I can be. And so whenever that seems to resonate with people, I'm just, um, I'm just grateful. So thank you. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, to me at least, um, to me at least it is. Yeah. 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 And that's what it's all about for me too, which I think is why when I found you on the internet, really randomly too, I found you when I was Googling, uh, I was just searching for stuff about the Magdalene's and whatever. And I saw you and I was like, Oh, who is this person? And then I kind of started looking at your, uh, looking at your website and your blog posts. And then I started following you on Instagram and then, um, and then I took a course and worked with you and yeah, it was all just very random, all from like a Google search. Yes. Well, I've had more people do that. And I love how that is. Um, I love how, because I understand that when we search on Google, that there are different algorithms and so forth. But I also, to me, you know, and I know you you know this as well, but I'm deeply immersed, immersed in the energy of things. Mm-hmm. And I believe that things find finds us when we're ready. So whenever I put out an episode of the Magdalene Voices or my other podcast or um, a blog post or whatever it is, I'm never attached to the timing of things mm-hmm. um, because I understand that. And I've seen now that, you know, 
people will will show up when they're ready for things and and will leave when they're done you know it's not i never that's one of my main things is that people i ask people only to stay as long as it serves them and then you know take what it serves them and leave the rest and then you know go on when they're ready to move on in their journey um but i'm never yeah, like I said, I'm never attached to that. So, so I love when when people say that. Oh, I found you on the because I'm like, what, what? It, what? It's working. Because I imagine, you know, in the day of, in the day of, because um, I know we have, we share a mutual connection and a love for Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, and um, I imagine what it must have been like in that in those days, you know, with the energy and how words about the work was spread. Um, and, and I guess today we're just fortunate to have Google. To, <laughs> Google. Now it's Google. <laughs> yeah, now it's, now it's Google. Now it's, and, and it's, of course it's still word of mouth as well, but, but, uh, which is social media, of course, mm-hmm. where you rock like a superstar. Um, but, um, yeah, so I don't know if I'm going on in a ramble, but thank you. <laughs> It's all good. I'm all open to the rambles on this yeah. podcast. So yeah. we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Hold on um, to your horses. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Or no. end up. No. Um, but, I, but the thing that I really want to talk about with you the most today is business. Yes. And Ooh, okay. Wait, hold on. I got to <laughs> put on my, my big girl pants then. And then <laughs> I, I got to find my suit and the right... Um, the right look and everything. Hold on. Okay, I'm ready. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I feel like we've already started talking about that as well. With yes. Just, like with yes. energy, because um, yes. you know, like you were like you were saying, with this feeling of well, people will come when it's time for them to come, and then they'll leave when it's time for them to leave. Yes. And I know in my business, it's been really that's been really hard to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been really hard to accept that people are going to yeah. come when they're ready, yeah. and when they're done, they're going to go. Absolutely. Oh, and, and for, I mean, I, I don't want to make it sound like I just, it was just, you know, easy breezy. And then it just happened for me. I think that it's a process that we all go through. And of course, you know, in whether we're in the beginning of our journeys or in the middle of our journeys or, you know, far ahead in our journeys, uh, sending out stuff and then hearing crickets is difficult. Um, but I, I believe that it's a part of the, um, of our awakening journey and of our non-attachment so that we're not attached to what we send out. Cause I'm so the, the stuff that I create and the people that I hold space for, but, the, but essentially the stuff that I bring into the world, I bring through me. Um, it is sourced by, you know, God or divine or the universe and, you know, inspired, not by me, but I, I receive this inspired information or wisdom or whatever you want to call it. And I put it into the world. Um, and that's again, where the, to me, there is a lesson of non-attachment understanding that it has to come through me. And then eventually maybe someone will see it, find it, hear it. And, and, and there is a, um, there is a quote from a course in miracles uh one of the first one of the miracle principles it's in the beginning of a course in miracles which i absolutely adore and it's um it goes something like a miracle is never lost it will touch on 
you know, unheard of people and people you won't even meet or see or hear or find. Um, and that to me was crucial in my surrender, I suppose, or my letting go of why is no one responding to this? Why is not people liking this? Why is, and, and really um, trusting that what is to come through me will come through me and it will serve whether it be me personally or someone else. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it's, um, like I said, I think it's a part of the journey of uh, non-attachment and un of understanding that we're all connected and also realizing, and I see this a lot with, especially when I sit, because that's where I get the most feedback is when I sit in session with my one-on-one -on -one clients is that, um, that letting go, you know, letting go of the need for validation Mm -hmm. um, in, ter in terms of our work and owning our own worth, whether we have had or received, you know, a thousand likes or not on something or any response or feedback, but really trusting, owning our own worth um, without having to have external validation. Not to say, because I love, you know, I love hearing from people and I love receiving feedback as well, of course. Um, but I also understand that my worth is not dependent of it. Um, and, and, um, and that's where I really see that's where, yeah, that's one of the, the big lessons I've found. And I want to say everything I talk about is something that I've gone through personally. It's not, you know, I don't ascribe to the whole love and light theory of, you know, I, well, I do, but also with the darkness and the shadows as well, mm -hmm. where, where loads of lessons are to be found. So, so yeah. yeah. What was your question? I have no idea what my question was. <laughs> there was so much in that. Yeah. Um, Cause we're so, we're so focused on numbers, right? Like yes. the world that we live in is like, Oh, mm -hmm. how many Instagram followers do you have? And mm -hmm. like, I yeah. get into this trap, all the time where it's like yeah. oh something's wrong with the algorithm because i'm not getting the same engagement i usually do and people haven't yeah. seen this and what's wrong with my post yeah and it's like it's really interesting to be living in like the 3d world where we're so focused on that and then to mm -hmm. get all of this information in meditation it's like yeah it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> like no. You just, when you feel called to post, just post and then yeah. let it go and it will yeah. go to the people who need it. <laughs> and it's also, because it's also about, because the thing is, um, I love numbers and I love strategy and I love um, uh, structure and organization and streamlining and all the, I mean, those things also make my heart tick. But, but when it comes to numbers, you know, we can look at numbers as a measure but it doesn't have, because the, the only quote unquote problem I have with it is when we attach, um, we, when the numbers become equal to our worth, mm -hmm. um, that's when it, because, you know, anyone can go on Instagram and buy a thousand or 10,000 followers. If you want a loads of followers, you can go out there and you can, you can, um, you can um, buy them. That's not, you know, numbers of likes and followers or subscribers on your newsletters or uh, connections on Facebook or on LinkedIn is not synonymous with your um, success or your worth. 
Um, so it's so I I do love numbers, but but I've also uh, learned the lesson of they don't necessarily they're not attached to my worth. Nothing of this world is attached to my worth because my worth is beyond this this world. Yeah, and that's just you know, and 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 when I say my worth, I mean your worth you who's listening i mean your worth because we're you know we're all connected we're all one so it is you don't even have to believe it i believe it for you you know yeah. your worth is beyond this world it is not dependent on anything in or of this world yes yes <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy amen to that <laughs> yeah yeah so next time you're obsessing over your numbers think yeah. about that <laughs> yeah yeah. And, and next time you think that, you know, your launch is failing or um, your products are not being seen, um, try to remove the, the, the worthiness of it and ask yourself, what can I do better? What can I do differently? Not, not turning it into a hunt or um, a chase, but really asking yourself, because I believe that within each and every one of us, we have our internal guides, our internal teachers who know, uh, who know. And, uh, and so if you choose to turn to those, rather than trying to figure out what's wrong, ask yourself, what's right? And what can I do differently? If we do, if you, if you change, you know, it's such a simple rephrase of a question, because I'm not, um, whenever, again, when I work with my clients, it's not about, um, didn't, you know, it's not about ignoring, you know, if something is glaringly obvious, and something is not working, uh, rather than asking ourselves, what's wrong, we can ask ourselves, what's right? And, and what can I do differently? And what can I tweak? What can I change? And that is, you know, that then it becomes a journey, an exploration, uh, um, you know, an exciting, exhilarating thing rather than a, you know, being dragged down by fear and worries and doubts and concerns. You can allow yourself to be lifted up by saying, okay, what can I do differently? Yeah, I love that so much. One thing that I've found really useful is whenever I'm launching something or even if I'm just trying to bring bring more people, I always just ask that whoever can be served by my work will find me. And then I ask and let me know what I need to do to make that happen. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. yes. And that's such an important point in prayer um, in, in that, that, you know, often we ask for things to be, brought to us mm -hmm. thinking that the universe is our the you know our um our own personal uh alexa or amazon yeah yeah <laughs> but we can never know and i i know that i belong to a source that is far greater than i as a human being can comprehend and you know i've had people show up out of like i have clients now all over the world that and i'm like you found me how you saw me where like <laughs> you know it's it and it's just you know you you cannot know how far and why your words your wisdom your business is being spread just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there it's like gravity right gravity is there you believe in gravity because mm -hmm. otherwise you would be floating in your <laughs> face it's still there and um and to me that's about um elevating or uh, releasing ourselves of the constructs of not only a um 
a world of physical matter, but also of patriarchy and um, old paradigm and um, yeah, choosing, I think choosing to love ourselves. I, I, it, that, this is not a phrase coined by me, but I think that someone said that choosing to love ourselves is probably the most radical thing that we can do in a world where that is not necessarily um, considered a, um, I wouldn't want to say good thing, but it's not, you know, it's not necessarily considered the, the, the right thing or yeah, the yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. We have a phrase in Australia where if you are somebody who thinks that you're like, you love yourself, um, people say that you're up yourself. (laughs) And that's like a thing that you heard, like, you know, your whole, all the way through school, like, Oh, she's so up herself. You know, like it's such a bad thing to have confidence and do nice things for yourself. Oh, wow. So there's like a lot of reprogramming and so it's culturally ingrained. Yeah. 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 Don't want to be too big for your boots. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's over. We'll That's the old paradigm. Delete. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cancel, clear, delete that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. hard, isn't it? Like when you have, um, you know, when you've, when the whole culture around you is, has programmed you in this way to believe, exactly. you know, and like, you know, it's the same thing with, hard work like you have to work yeah. this hard and you have to work this yeah. many hours to be successful yeah 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 and that's again that's again in great i mean to me again that's what i called uh patriarchal old paradigm way of doing not saying that you don't work a lot or even work hard mm-hmm. but it is to me there is a difference there's a difference now between um i would say five or ten years ago where um Today, my work is based in joy and satisfaction. And I, of course, have shitty days. We all have shitty days. Um, But I would say probably 80 or 90% of my time, it's based in uh, pleasure and satisfaction and joy. And and if it's not, I stop what I'm doing and I go for a walk or do something different or go work out or because because I know that what is to be brought through me has to be brought through in a in a space of love and service and um and I don't want to force anything I don't want to push or coerce again and that comes you know both within I guess that's probably my 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 premise of everything is that um is that I don't want to do it that and that that was given up and I think that's because you mentioned how we're talking about business and I think that one of the big parts of business and being in business is giving up the old paradigm way of um, trying to force people or coerce people Mm. manipulate people into buying from Mm -hmm. you or through (laughs) yeah through your through your marketing or your wording and and uh I remember in the beginning, because to me, this is what I, I, I think it's a journey that we all go. First of all, we have the, we have our awakening. There comes a time in our lives when you, you've been doing something and you have a calling that is different, which, you know, at first sucks because you're like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm happy here. I have all of the things I need and I have all the money in the world and I have everything. And now this thing is calling me and it's like, no. And then you go through a very dark night of the soul or, you know, you go through rude awakenings and you, 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 you get to bring that out into the world. And then 
and that is to me where your um your divine feminine essence really rises that when that's when she's like uh -uh. and that's usually uh we talked about the magdalene um that's usually for me when the magdalene shows up that's when she because i know that to many mary magdalene is seen as you know a very loving teacher and i and i and i know that she is but i also um have the experience of her being a very um honest teacher is probably yeah <laughs> yes she's like she's the one that'll say mm -mm, no 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 you're not you know you know she's the one that will, will ask you to rise it's like y you have been given these gifts and it's for you to rise you have to stand up you have to stand mm -hmm. out you have to you know, tell your truth. And it's like, are you sure you got the wrong person or right person? <laughs> and she's like, mm -hmm. and so she'll be there for you doing that as you, as you, and as you incorporate all of that gnosis, that wisdom, there comes a time when you realize that the, and, and at least, and I don't know if this is the same for you, but this is what I've seen in myself and in the work that I do with people is that there comes a time when, when, our divine feminine essence is so strong that she can't have things that she does be out of resonance with her being. Mm. So, so some things will, so, so for example, your marketing, the way you launch, the way you um, birth your products, the way you sell your products will probably feel off because they are, because it's based in, um, you know, psychological fear-based triggers. And that's not right that, you know, you know, intuitively that that's not right. So there comes a time when, when you have to quote unquote, stop doing the old way and start doing the new way, which is, you know, shit scary at first because you don't, it's a new way of learning. And if, if, if you've been ingrained to think that doing things in a loving way is like, you know, that makes you a snob or, what did you call it? Up, up yours, up yourself. Up yourself. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of healing and there's a lot of dismantling, a lot of dissolving that has to take place in order for you to be fully, fully ingrained or in, in both your being and your doing and have it be based in love. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if it's just a journey that I've seen and I've seen what happens when we, when we do do from a space of love, because it's clear that the divine feminine has been rising for uh, mm -hmm. decades now. Yep. Um, but I also feel that the divine masculine has not been given the same uh, understanding. He's not, he, when I say he, I mean, because it's inherent in all of us, he's not being met by the same love because mm -hmm. we've been so conditioned to our, um, shadow masculine way of doing that we don't want to do from that space and so we don't know how to do from a space i for me personally i sat down for about you know, i think it was six months to almost a year and didn't do anything because i didn't want to do anything if it wasn't based in love and um it, that's not something i can recommend if you're a business because it's not very good for business. <laughs> yeah, i just imagine like what happens in my business to be doing <laughs> I was very, uh, I was very fortunate to have a good cushion because because mm. that, that's not something I can recommend. <laughs> don't do this. Don't try this at home. <laughs> Unless you've got a good cushion like I had, because because that was that was hard. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I found that so much, you know, when I started my business, because when I first started, I like, I literally had no idea, like, you know, I know a lot of people are coming into running their spiritual businesses from a place where they have at least worked in a business. Like I used to be a teacher. <laughs> so yeah. I was coming from education into yeah. running my own business and I didn't know anything. So I had to learn everything about business. And yeah. so much of the stuff that I was learning about was, you know, how to market and how to push yeah. somebody's pain points, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, how to make sure that you're sending enough emails so that people will buy stuff. And yeah. it was really like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And I did try some of it because at yeah. that time it was like, well, this is the only information I have. Yeah. But as I have moved along on my journey and become more confident with my business, but actually more confident with myself and my connection with my higher self and, yes. um, and Mary Magdalene and all of the, the beings yeah. that I work with as that has strengthened, everything else has kind of started to fall into place. Yes. Yeah. Cause before and, I was a little bit lost and I was like, Oh, yeah. okay. I got to Google yes. like how to, like, how yeah. to send an email. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, it's probably a great idea that you weren't a business before because you've, you basically, yeah. you weren't, you didn't have to unlearn a lot yeah. of shit. You know, that's yeah. number one. Yeah. And number two, what I just want to, you know, put in a, um, in a frame is when you said, when you strengthened the internal connection, mm -hmm. the external fell into place. And that is such an important point that very, because we, we focus on the external thinking that the external is going to give us the internal satisfaction when it's not, it's the other way around. Yes. Once the internal falls into place, then the external falls into place as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, such an important point. And um, I am um, that. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna mic drop. Because that's, that's, <laughs> thank you for today. Bye bye. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, you, know, if you can, and that's why it's so important to work on your and I see, and this is where I get nerdy, uh, because I see our uh, entrepreneurial journeys as our, you know, an, an inherent part or very integrated part of our awakening journey mm -hmm. and there are so many incredible amazing lessons to be had if you're oh yeah <laughs> if you're willing to open your eyes or if you're willing to come into a space where you feel safe and can actually uh, voice your fears and 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 get those out you can you know your limiting beliefs and your uh, self-sabotage and 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 all of that can because to me, um, it wasn't posting on Facebook or on Instagram or saying, sending out newsletters, um, that healed my fear of that. It was both. It was me recognizing that I, and understanding that I had a fear of that and then choosing to accept and acknowledge myself with love and choosing to, um, wrap you know loving arms around that part of myself and then do it anyway so so it was both that you know i i i quote unquote healed myself and then um as you do that you show up in the world more and more and you're able to take up more and more space without feeling like you're taking up too much space mm -hmm. um yeah yeah 
I really feel like my business journey has been, well, has been and still is my initiation. Yes. Like it's an initiation process. (laughs) And so sometimes when you have that experience where you put something out into the world and you get those crickets and nothing comes through, it's not Mm. necessarily that you're doing it wrong or that you weren't guided to do this. It's like, okay, well, here's an opportunity for you. What are you going to do? Are you going to crumble in a heap and assume that the universe doesn't want you to be doing this work and go (laughs) do something else? Yes. Or are you going to sit and ask like, what do I need to learn from this? What am I learning? Or are you going to love yourself even harder and even more because it is, um, it is, you know, to me, you know, this, it is the master mastery through love. You, you know, you, you can't, we cannot master our fears. We can master our love and it is through our love um, that the world changes and that we change. And that, and I also want to say, because I don't want to make it sound like it's something outside of yourself. You are in this very moment, um, love you have in this very moment, every single thing that you ever thought you needed. It is, it is within you. Um, and it is not for you to necessarily know the full journey, but to take the first step, you will always be given what is needed. And, you know, from, from a person, for example, to give a very personal example, I, I am someone who, and I shared this with you before you went on, I, I have a, a, I don't even want to call it a dream. It's, I don't, I'm not goal, but I want to live, breathe in Southern California and I'm not there yet. Um, and, and so how can I add more love? How can I shower myself with more love? Uh, quote unquote, despite my externals, you know, appearance of quote unquote failure, how can I, how can I still show up as the full me? And I'm, I'm going off on a, on a tangent because I wasn't really sure why did I share the, that story? Um, oh yeah. I, I, it's, it's because, you know, I don't know necessarily exactly when it's going to happen, but I know that if I take my next step and my next step, then things will be revealed to me. And I have what is needed for me to take my next step. So often we get, we think that, you know, we see our our end goal and then we just going to get there as quickly and as fast as possible. And this comes, you know, whether it's business or a personal goal or whatever it is, not forgetting that we have to take the next step and the next step and the next step. And this may also be me because, you know, I'm an airy son. So patience is probably not my fortitude. And, and, and even though I do work on it, probably never going to be one of the things that I'm great at. So, um, so understanding that we have everything that we need in this very moment, which can be, shit hard like when you were just like I, I don't what is she talking about like I want this and I'm not there yet but it's like well you have everything you need to take your next step and then you know because we expand in love we were that this is my belief and this is you know people again can take what they you know what serves them and leave the rest but I believe that we're quote-unquote born or as an expansion of our source, our source being love, and we're expanded from that space. And because we are love, like you are literally love, you continue to expand. And so, and and your business is an expansion of that love. And it's also a, you know, God-given gift 
because you through that business can then continue to expand in love and it's yeah I'm rambling again <laughs> yeah I just I just resonate so much with everything that you say about business like it just feels yeah. like where were you when I was starting my business yes. like four or five years ago like where was this information and I'm sure it was out there I'm sure people were talking about it but I feel like people are talking about it so much more now and it's really exciting to me yeah yeah. yeah. You know, when you asked me, we were, I was like, right here waiting for you. <laughs> when, did you we, start, when did you start your business? Well, when did I start my business? So I started my business and then I crumbled. Um, when did I start my business? So I started my business in 2011, mm -hmm. knowing exactly what I wanted to do. And then I hit the walls that I now support my clients with. I hit the walls mm -hmm. of... Uh, being afraid of being too much and um, being afraid of being seen. And I want to, you know, um, I want to say that this is also, I believe, very connected to our ancestral and karmic healing as well. So um, those of us who are Magdalene's in this world, those of us who are heart-centered, soldier and spiritual beings and with businesses in this world, I believe that this is not our first lifetime of being of service. Mm. Meaning that if we've gone through different um, lifetimes of service, then we have also gone through witch burnings and hunts and um, being um, killed over and over again for speaking up, for being of service, for being healers, for being shamans, for being... Um, I don't necessarily want to say outsiders, but we have been, we've been, yeah, so, so, um, so that is that, and, and that's why, you know, that's also why I believe that we're, we're you, you live in such an auspicious time mm -hmm. where we have the opportunity and I get goosebumps, my heart is pumping. Um, we have the opportunity, you have the opportunity to heal all that shit and clear all that shit, not only, you know, through past generations, but also through future generations. I believe that we, you know, we stand upon the shoulders of those that came before and we become the foundation for those who come after us. So the more shit we clear, the better fertile soil we leave for those who come after, um, both in a physical sense, but also in a spiritual um, karmic ancestral, um, sense. Um, and so, um, so having that, so 2011, then I, and I knew from the beginning, I wanted, you know, my, I wanted to be a spiritual business coach. I knew that that was what I, what was, and that was what I wanted to support people with, but I had to go through my own healing and my own journey in order to be able to support those that I now support with that same thing. Cause that's very often the case with our businesses. We've go through shit so that we can help others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, so, 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 uh, so I began 2011 then for a very long time, I did a lot of, um, I did a lot of, uh, virtual assistance, meaning I helped, you know, with everything website based, everything video based, which now, you know, makes sense because when I first started the Magdalene Voices, my primary uh, podcast, um, it was such a moment of, 
um, like a full circle moment because I knew everything to do with editing. I knew everything to do with graphics. I knew everything to do with technical. And I want to say that I am very um, proficient within the technical stuff. So that was, it's kind of easy to me, but I knew all that stuff when I had to start sending newsletters, everything I knew. Um, so, so I went through both a internal healing you know of limiting beliefs self-sabotage um putting myself out there uh having a voice so forth and then also the technical stuff i went through that as well and so and so i was really i want to say about three years ago probably that i really started doing my spiritual business coaching um and see because my thing is you know, it's, I don't believe in overnight success or quick fixes. So, and that's, that. you know, in the beginning, that wasn't necessarily what the world wanted to hear. And still today, there mm. people really don't want to hear that when I tell them that this is a six to 12 month process. And even some of my clients I've worked with over the course on and off, of course, but for about three years, but they're seeing, I mean, the, the, results that they're seeing not only in the physical world but internally the satisfaction the joy the pleasure with which they have these external results is to me far greater than you know making 80k a month or sorry 80k a year or whatever um having that combination of both the internal and the external hallelujah hallelujah so that's when when to me everything is just everything is just divine union um does that answer your question in terms of when I started? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not always a straightforward answer for most people, I think, when yeah. you're on this path. Yeah. Yeah. So like I started my business in this, in this year and then the next year it was, you know, making money and then, yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. not always like that on this path. No. Well, it may be for others. I don't know. It wasn't for me. Um, and, and like I said with my clients, what's so interesting, because in the beginning – when I started working with my, my, my people, I, um, I thought I was just going to stay with them for three months and then I was going to, you know, teach them everything, coach them. And then they were go, would go off on their own, but the people, they kept, kept coming back. And I was like, I was worried for a very long time that I was doing something wrong because the, one of the things that I have had to work with personally has been, um, I don't want to have people be dependent on me. I want to teach people how to fish so that they can go catch their own fish. I don't want to have them um, because a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of, unfortunately, um, bad, I don't want to say bad rep, but, but there are coaches who haven't done their internal shit. And so they become dependent on the validation from their clients. Mm. And so, and also see their clients as just, you know, a moneymaker. And that to me is not the case. <clears throat> For me, um, I want people to be with me as long as it serves them and then leave. And then, and then I found they come back. So for a while, it was, only, it was actually a client who said, well, I want you, please, like... <laughs> stop and I'm like okay okay I understood that there was a lesson for me to learn in that I thought I was doing it wrong I thought I wasn't good enough but I realized it is actually because I was good enough that she'd wanted to come back and and so now they do they they seem to come back to me when they're ready for the next expansion of their businesses whenever they're ready to be uh, supported through another 
uh, unveiling another, a deeper layer of both internal and external growth. And, um, and that was a lesson, like I said, it was a lesson for me personally that I had to, oh, okay, okay. Um, cause I see, um, and this goes with, for example, when we look at, um, um, religion, um, and I'm not trying to, I know it may come, it may sound like this, but I'm not trying to bash religion. But the thing is, I believe that we have a connection to our source or to God or to universe, whatever you want to call that thing, whatever it is. Um, but with religion, there's, you know, first of all, there's been created these middlemen that we then become dependent on. We remove from, from our own um, power uh, and our own source. And, and when we become removed from that, um, we become quote unquote lost and uh, can't find our way because we are not listening within. And so, so, and also when we become dependent on external factors, then um, we we lose our way as well because the we always know and that is is and so when you and we can see it i mean it's very obvious in the world that the 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 age of and i i don't want to bash the word guru because guru actually in indian means teacher so there's nothing wrong but there there is this there seems to be this you know blindly following a leader and i'm like don't don't follow me blindly ever you know, yeah. and always, always, always ask. And that's why I say to people, stay only as long as, as it serves you and always, always, always listen within. Never, ever take what I say. Uh, you know, it's my truth. It may not be yours. Yeah. And so if I can support people in recognizing their own truth, even if it's not my truth, um, then my, you know, my work is done. Does that make sense? Because I know, you know, I know, I think you have kind of the same ish or. Yeah, yeah. I, f I feel exactly the same way. Like, I really feel like my job isn't just to sit here and tell people what to do. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm here to, you know, support my clients in helping them to make the best decisions for their life. Exactly. I'm not, um, you know, when I, when I pull cards for people, I never say, you know, oh, well, the cards say this is going to happen to you. So <laughs> off yeah. you go, yeah. <laughs> come back next week and I'll tell you yeah. what's next. Um, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that, that sort of reading has kind of, I don't know, like, I feel like it's had its time and I feel like people, yeah, people don't want that or people think they want that on some yeah. level. Like people, yeah. people want the answers and people want to know like what yeah. am I supposed to be doing with my life? Yeah. But I don't think that people want to just go to a person and give all of their power to somebody and just say, no. Oh, you tell me what to do with my life. Yeah. People just want to be supported in like, well, how can I know? How can I know yeah. what I should be doing? Yeah. yeah. And, and I, and, and that's the, that's such a great point because we, we, um, we, I, I, yeah, like you say, I think that the the time for that is oh, for some people. I, there's still uh, there is of course still people. I, I you know I I always laugh in the beginning when I work with people, and then they you know they WhatsApp me and they're like, um, do I choose this or that? And I'm like, yeah. Mm, yeah. well, what do you think? And they're like, 
fuck you. I just want an answer. I'm like, well, you know, I can tell you what I like, but first of all, I may not be your, your perfect or your ideal client. Number two, um, I don't want to supersede your internal guidance. If, yeah, exactly. if you're in a space where, if you're in a space where you're unable to make a clear decision, you know, breathe, take a step mm. back. There's, you know, fear will have you thinking that there's not enough time that, you know, that it's, it's going to be too late, that you're too soon or too late, that you're not enough or you're, you're too much or, you know, and that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a lie. You know, you always, I can't, I can't begin to tell you the, the, I don't want to say proof, but the receipts I have from whenever I've been in the midst of being gripped by fear and having chosen love, having chosen to step back from what I was doing, take a breather, meditate, dance, put on a loud music, uh, go work out, go do something else, and then come back and then have the answer in my inbox or in an Evernote that I created two years ago. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. And that's when you realize what a magnificent universe we are part of and how, um, because you know, as I was explaining, the 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 period of time I had when um, I wasn't working, when I stopped doing, I was still writing. I was called to write. I I wrote a, a, I wrote every day, two hours every day for a very long period of time, even though I didn't know what I was writing or how I was writing. Well, a lot of that was material that I am now using, um, and I'm like. Uh, who wrote this? This is like amazing. And it's like, I get so surprised. There are times when I find stuff and I'm like, who wrote this? Like, who did this? This is so good. And it's, and it's just, and, and so when we, you know, and, and, and that is a muscle, you know, the expansion to me, the expansion of love, of being um, from a space of love is, you know, it's a muscle and it's an expansion. So the love that you are is the love that you are. And that lives and breathes within you, whether you see it or not. So I see it as an unveiling, you know, we lift the veil so that we're able to see. And I think this is both, you know, both one of the powerful messages that Yeshua left us, but it's also in the, um, in the, the Magdalene, the gospel of Mary, um, which was found you know, what, 60 years ago. Um, I, and I think this is actually Yeshua who says this as well, but it, you know, it's for those with ears to, you know, with eyes to see and ears to hear. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is not to say that everyone does not have ears to hear, you know, ears to hear or, or eyes to see, but you have to be willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And it's not listening to anything of this world It's listening to any, everything in, you know, within you. Because within you is where your, you know, inner listening goes on, your inner seeing goes on, and it's a lifting of veils. It's not finding something outside of yourself or something that you're not. And that, to me, comes from the expansion of love, of continue, and 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 it's a choice. In the beginning, it was hard as hell for me. I cho- I chose to. Um, and you know this because this is an exercise that we did in um in mastery through love um set an alarm five times a day and have your phone when it goes off just you know say i choose love and then that's it and that expands you know by that by just recognizing that being willing to do that you expand the love 
I will also, this should come with a disclaimer and a warning because once you start that journey, be prepared because, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. everything and everything that needs to go will be brought up for you to clear mm -hmm. it um, through the space of love. And yeah. That is not necessarily the the space of unicorns and butterflies and rainbows. Mm -hmm. um, but once you do, like, oh, oh, the satisfaction, the joy, the, mm, the oomph is just so far, so much greater. Yeah, it's such an interesting activity, too, because I thought that I was somebody who, like, like I choose love all the time. Yeah. Like, that's who I thought I was. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I want, like... I have been that person for a long time, but when you set your alarm and it's like, well, are you that person in every moment or are you just yeah. that person yeah. you know, when things are going well yeah. or you're that person when um, yeah. clients are coming and it's like, yeah, I feel so yeah. aligned. And when you get lots yeah. of likes on Instagram, are you that person? But yeah. what happens when you get a customer who um, is unhappy for some reason or yeah. you get some yeah. like really nasty comments on your yeah. Instagram. Yeah. It's very yeah. easy at yeah. times to yeah. be choosing love. And I know because that comes with, and also with the territory that we're in, um, in terms of our beliefs of, first of all, the Magdalene, and also the Magdalene's because to me there, there's a, you know, she was married. The married the Magdalene was just one of them. And there were many Magdalene's and I believe that there are many Magdalene's in this world to me, you know, anyone who's chosen to move from their minds into their hearts and be and do from that space is a Magdalene, whether they recognize themselves as, as one or not, that does, that's not really, you know, it's not like a cult. We're not building another cult. And that's one of the issues that I have with what happened 2000 years ago mm -hmm. and with the patriarchy and with the men who weren't able to hold space for um, the divine feminine that was being birthed. Um, we of course now live in a different time. And I think that that's one of the reasons why there are so many who um, abandon the church um, because it doesn't make sense anymore. It, 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 it doesn't make sense because it doesn't simply because the, the, the divine feminine has been abandoned for so long. And that's why I said, when I said that in the beginning, you know, of our journeys, she is coming in she's coming through because she has to she she's she's the one from which everything springs um but you have to marry and you know you have to marry her with you know your your divine masculine essence as well in order for the divine marriage or the sacred marriage to take place in your business as in your life really um and and um yeah yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that I have struggled with in my business a lot is balancing that divine feminine and divine masculine, because mm -hmm. when I'm in my, when I'm kind of tipping over into the masculine, I'm getting so much done and mm -hmm. I feel so like so productive and it's like this is great but then mm. I'm also working until like late at night mm. <laughs> like yeah. not yeah. Uh, yeah and but then when I go too far on the other side then mm. a whole day can go past and I'm like what did I even do today yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like nothing's been done yeah. 
yeah. and yet I've been doing things all day. So what's actually been happening here? And and it's a dance, right? It, mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a journey, and a, it's a it's a dance of those. I, I'm not sure that we ever. To me, um, that's that's what ascension is. That's what enlightenment is. That's what awakening is. Is that that dance? I don't believe that we're here to. You know, I don't believe that we're here to. Um, just for ourselves i think that we're here to be of service to others um through our both our being and our doing and 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 so it's you know it's it's dancing that that dance of those two and being able to love ourselves no matter what which can you know there are times when that can be really difficult when we feel like we've failed or uh, haven't met our own standards or haven't been enough can we then during that time love ourselves and and i for me personally who 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 you know i've gone through my fair share of dark nights of my soul and um what i've what i've noticed is i no longer have long periods of time with dark nights i have well that's not true in terms of i do believe that I do believe that once I am ready for my next level, there will be a period, there will be a time where I will go through darkness and I will go through, go through uh, pain. Um, but I also believe that I have the tools to heal that and I am more capable of healing that. Uh, um, and that's basically to expand my own uh, capability of holding space for more people or for um, a deeper healing in the world. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes it's, sense to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so it's, it's, um, cause I don't, I don't think that I will ever be done completely. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's also not, you, you know, this because I've said this, you know, it's not a little, to me enlightenment. It, it's, it's about bringing light into our body and dissolving, um, from within and then it's about bringing light into the world um and and being a light and so that others may be ignited by that and recognize the light in them as well because what we see in the world is what we see in ourselves and so the more and again i don't want to go into spiritual bypassing because i, I that's just dangerous and 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 you know it's not just love and light it's also uh darkness and shadows and fear and and but we are able to, when you expand love, you dissolve fear. So we can't, we can't do it the other way around. You can't try to force your fears away. You have to expand from a space of love. It, at least that's my belief. And it's what I, it's what I teach. It's what I work with. It's how I coach. It's where I come from. It's how I write. It's how I show up. It's how I, um, but it wasn't, uh, 10 years ago, I want to say, it's a 10, has it been 10 years? Cause I was, you know, I was a very successful key account manager in the, in the corporate world. I was, you know, I had everything that you were supposed to have in this world. I had, you know, great job, um, great salary, company car, credit cards, traveled, wardrobe, shoes, nails, hair, everything. And for the past 10 years, it's just been a, it's been a dissolving of, or, and a letting go of everything I thought I needed in order to be happy, to realize that the only thing that can 
bring me happiness. And I'm not too fond of the word happiness because what I've found is something far deeper than happiness. There's happiness is such a fleeting feeling where satisfaction has to me has this, 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 I can't explain it. Um, Yeah. 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 There's something about, even if you don't really know where you're doing or (laughs) where your next, you know, where where the money is coming from, there's something about living in a way where you feel like you're doing what you're guided to do. Yeah. That's just and really amazing. <laughs> I, when you say money, I, 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 re- I just want to share a story of how I know that it's not about the money because that's one, one of the, t- very often people get very triggered when I tell them it's not about the money because they've been so used to hearing those, you know, um, glamorous six figures. <laughs> coaches yes. saying, oh, it's not about the money. You're just supposed to you're like, you know, I don't ever ask people to max out their credit cards. It's not something I recommend. It's just, I, mm. I can't, I, you know, I get very angry and upset when I hear people being um, manipulated into doing that and yeah. then not seeing the result. It's just like, I, I, I just, I, ooh, I just, my blood boils over, but how I know there's, there's, there's a couple of ways that I, the, how I know that it's not about money. And again, when I say it's not about money, that is not to say go out and uh, use your credit cards. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. So please listen. So when I was working as a corporate, um, as a key account manager, I, I can't remember. I was making 10, six figures a month. I was making a shit ton of money. I had, you know, all the money in the world, but I never felt like I had money. I was always wondering where my money was going. And I was always, you know, um, worried about money, worried that I wouldn't have enough. And this is someone who had a car. I had a great salary. I had, um, um, I was traveling. I had uh, a great apartment that I bought, which had raised in value, made me, uh, you know, a millionaire in Danish kroners. And I, you know, I had, I had everything. And then a year later, I I had left my job. I was on welfare and I was on my bathroom floor and I realized like I was worried about money and I had this epiphany where it's like, hold on, a year ago you were worried about money. You were making a fourth, if not, you know, a quarter of what you were used to, if not less, but the worry is still the same. Mm. And that was like, oh, that's how I knew, oh, it's not about the money. And through my work, I have worked with people who, you know, they can walk up and down Rodeo Drive and, you know, with their Black American Expresses and never, ever, ever, ever have to worry about working a day in their life. And I work with people who had, um, you know, part-time jobs, wanting to expand their businesses, didn't have a lot of money, but still chose to invest with me. Um, and that what they bring to the table, the limiting beliefs, the self-sabotage, the, uh, you know, the, the thoughts, the mindset, everything is the same. So that's how I know it's not about the money. Um, so if, you know, if there's someone who's listening, who's, who's, who's thinking this is about the money, my, my suggestion would be to ask yourself what's really going on and dive underneath, beneath that. Because like I said, I've seen both sides of the coin and, and, and personally as well. So it's not about the money. It's about our fears. And if you can choose to shower yourself with love in that, then you can expand from that space. That doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have to deal with it. It doesn't mean that you don't have to want, you know, figure out a way to pay your bills and 
find the money to do that. But what I, what I've found is that when I choose to give up being scared, you know, whether or not you're worried about something doesn't make it any better or, um, at all. But if you, if you can find yourself coming from a space of, um, power of love of assertiveness of, you know, being responsible, then you're able to make loving decisions. Then you're able to, you know, say, give the finger to fear. Cause it's, again, it go, it, it basically goes back to, um, to what I was saying about the attachment, the non-attachment um, of val for validation. If you put out stuff and you don't see an immediate result that to let go of the valid, you need for validation. It's the same thing with uh, your worries or your fears or your concerns, whether it be about money or something else. If you can choose to give up your fear and rather, and, and choose to hold on to love, you can then make a decision. Again, it's, it doesn't mean that you don't have to be responsible. It doesn't mean that you don't have to make a choice, but wouldn't you rather make a choice coming from a space of love than coming from a space of fear? I know I would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I difference in my life when I've come from those two. Yeah. Where I yeah. 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 It, do, it doesn't take away again. It doesn't take away from having to deal with life, mm. but the question is, which one would you rather be coming from? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be a good idea getting you on the podcast. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope so. I just, I'm really excited about listening back to this again because I feel like you've, like, there's so much good stuff in here. I hope, I hope, so I, I hope it's served. And, you know, if people have questions, they're more than welcome to ask and we can answer. Yeah. And so many like just good reminders, you know, like simple things too. Like I choose love. Like, are you doing this? Yeah. Um, Would you like to tell everybody like a little bit more about what you do, how people can find you and how they can work with you? Sure. Um, Well, uh, I'm a spiritual business coach. So that means I, I I am because someone asked me, you know, is that just not a, you know, regular? It, and it, I guess it's, it, it, the reason why I choose to add the spiritual is because in our sessions, you know, we have guides show up, not necessarily for me, but my person. And I may ask someone, have you, have you pendulum lit or have you, have you drawn a card? So it's, to me, the lit is off in terms of, you know, space and the universe. So, um, so I do work with people in a in a f- forward moving way, coaching, uh, you know, organizing system. Because that's you know a lot of, of soul driven, spiritual, heart based entrepreneurs it, are very you know founded in their their divine feminine and doesn't really the streamlining, the organization, the the um, the structuring is is not something that they've been used to. Or I work with those who was who was also overworked like they they they, they're connected but they're overworked they're pushing they're forcing they're coercing themselves and so um those are the people that i work with and we work you know like i said I've, i've chosen to add spiritual so that people understand that nothing is out of bounds and and nothing is too weird or too cray in our sessions um i just because that's how i view the world i see ourselves as being 
spiritual beings having a human experience and we're here for the service to be of service of of others and the way that people can work with me is um, I have my one-on-one -on -one sessions um, which goes in cycles people can find me on my website uh, mariasella.com or I have um, my six-week healing journey mastery through love which you know yes um, it's yes. amazing I highly recommend that to anybody who's interested who's kind of yeah. feeling the call yeah. yeah, and in, in that, that's a six-week healing journey where we uh, go through different areas and, and come from a space of love and, and expand love in order to dissolve the fears we have in these different areas. And the final thing, which I have actually haven't told anyone, because <gasps> as I say, this, I look at the time and it's 11-11. It's so interesting that that's when I was... <laughs> this is, um, I see that again with the divine masculine, there's a lot of people who have difficulty actually adding action to their things. Mm. So I'm actually creating a six week uh, journey. I don't know what it is yet where focus will be on creation and action. Um, and that's coming mastery through love. Next round is March 1st. The other one will be in June um, and then, of course, you know, I have the Magdalene Voices, which is a podcast about all things the Magdalene's and um, deep dives. And then I have my own podcast, which is Spiritual Business with Maria Stella, where I go into, you know, everything to do with spiritual business. Yeah, I love your podcast so much. <laughs> Thank you. I, I used to listen to podcasts all the time when I was commuting to work. And now that I work from home, like I don't yeah. have a lot of time to listen to podcasts, yeah. but I always like whenever I go out for a walk or something, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's on <laughs> Maria Estella's podcast. Yeah. And you'll be on soon. Ah! <laughs> so excited. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom it's just been incredible i'm excited about listening to this back and absorbing all of it because everything that you say just like lights up my heart it just resonates so much with your take on business and spirituality and everything so thank you thank you thank you thank you so much vix for hosting me you know it's it's been my pleasure and like I said if if people have questions they're more than welcome to either you know email me I have a contact form on my page or hit me up on social media xo Maria Stella um, and um, yeah I look forward to being of service to your people yeah yeah and I will put all of your links and everything on the um, in the show notes and on the blog post too so everyone can find you really easily Thank you so much, Vic. Thank you. Lots of love. Love. You've been listening to New Age Hipster Radio. For more good vibes and spiritual goodness, head to newagehipster.co. Thanks for listening and peace out.